You want to make mom smile this Mother's Day? You can start Mother's Day with flowers or surprise her with gifts from the brands she loves delivered the very same day with DoorDash. Wow, that's a great idea. Moms are such a gift to us and we should treat them the same way with gifts, especially on Mother's Day. I didn't know DoorDash was doing that. That's exceptional. If your mom has a sweet tooth or if she's a tech enthusiast, beauty connoisseur, if she's outdoorsy, no matter what she's into, you can make her smile with a fruit or flower bouquet, makeup, tech gear, workout wear, and more, all deliverable through DoorDash. Get all your Mother's Day gifts all in one place and get 50% off your next order up to $15 when you spend $15 or more on your next flower, convenience, grocery, or retail order now with code THEO. That's T-H-E-O. Order using DoorDash today. Terms apply. Hey there. It's chilly, isn't it? Probably is. And that's because it's winter. This, this ain't nothing. It's wintertime. And what's perfect for wintertime is tightening up your body. Getting that hair that's been helping you stay warm. Getting that to kind of be trimmed off your body. Because you don't, you don't need it because springs are coming. It's rolling around the bend. 20% off with free shipping by going to manscaped.com slash Theo. Get the lawnmower 3.0, trim your body hair. That's 20% off with free shipping by going to manscaped.com slash Theo. Thank you, Manscaped, for keeping our body at a right amount of hair. I would love for you to consider Magic Mind. It is the alternative to procrastination. You tired of wasting your time? Don't do it anymore. Magic Mind. Flow State now comes in a bottle. Test drive it. MagicMind.co. Promo code Theo for 10% off. Today's guest uh, has had eight number one uh, musical hits in music. And he is, um, you know, he's a, he's kind of that soft-spoken cherub. You know, he's, uh, you know, but his, his um, the breadth of his work and his success is very loud. Uh, he now has a uh, a band that he's, I think, providing the label for. We're going to find out a little bit more about him. Um, honored to have him in here today. Uh, he was uh, he grew up out in the central east of America. Um, it is Mr. Kane Brown. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like the power is more like in people's hands, you know. I mean, you know some of that. I mean, I saw, you know, you, you would put yourself out there, bro. I see your early videos and it's like, damn, this dude, you know, it's brave of a guy just kind of like, like I was up last night watching a couple of them and, you know, you got just, you're sitting in there and the lighting's behind, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. a, it's putting yourself out there. Yeah, it was just me and my cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> but it's kind of crazy to think that, um, but that that's the, the, like, it's interesting how, you got to take that first step of like, it's almost like vulnerability kind of, you know, to put yourself in that space, you know? Yeah, I mean, you got people coming at you from every which way. Some people like you, some people don't like you. And it's just, I don't know. You, I, I guess it kind of, you got to, it kind of made me figure out how to take some of the 
I don't know how to say it. Like just just get myself ready for the industry, basically. Oh, you mean by putting yourself out there like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Because when I got here, you know, it was like there I was by myself, and now you know I have all this power behind me. So. Yeah, that's a good point because I guess yeah, with comments and stuff, I mean, it gets harsh if you get down in there. Yeah, I used to read everything. Oh, damn, <laughs> I used bro. to be that guy, dude. Do you have one? There's some about me that are so funny, bro. Like, um, like the like uh, Theo looks like a guy that sells drugs at a Build a Bear, you know, just shit like that. Like yeah. things that's just like. Uh, do you ever have any? Are there any that stood out in your mind? Or you're like, damn, that that one really. Nah, a lot of them were just, especially when I was first getting into the scene, it was a lot of them uh, that I would just say, like, oh, this, you know, this dude's a rapper. It was like all kind of, all that stuff, just going off my appearance. Oh, yeah? Yeah, just things like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, because you, for, I mean, your, your, your rise has been like in the last two or three years, right? I mean, yeah. like really blow, I mean, like, I know you've, but I mean, to really get to like a crazy level, like you're pretty famous now. Yeah, it started the, the, uh. Like Probably you're like the Patrick Mahomes years. of country music now. Everybody says I look like him or Dak Prescott. Oh really? Oh now that. Dak, I can see. I never. <laughs> I just thought because you're kind of by because you're mixed, you know, kind yeah. of. The, I would think that the of Patrick Mahomes, but I didn't think of Dak. You do look like Dak. I think. Appreciate it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> um, did uh, but that is crazy going to a level where it's like now you're like you have to hide and be famous. It's like you got to play hide and go seek, like kind of constantly a little bit. Yeah. Well, at first. It's kind of cool now. At first, it it started to get a little crazy, and then now it's like, you know, the the when people stop trying to take pictures with you, that's when you need to worry. Yeah, you know. So now, right now, it's just you got you got to look at the positive and everything. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. I'm you know I'm excited to be where I'm at, provide for my family, just you know, have yeah. a good time. You uh, what have you been doing during the pandemic? Like for fun? Like what have you been doing? Like picked up any hobbies, dude? You just been resting? Like what have you Man, been doing? Be uh, honest with me, bro. Well, no, I mean there's not really much to do. Um, like start, you've been hunting, you've been shooting anything, you've been chasing. You've nah, been... I went hunting like three times. Um, which in my in my property they 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 come up to my back. Uh, really? Yeah, I could shoot them off my porch, which I feel bad. So Damn. yeah, you could shoot them with a handgun, yeah, huh? Yeah, so we, <laughs> yeah, we actually crazy. we actually just started uh, building like a treehouse slash luxury um, deer stand. Blind. Oh, yeah. really? So it's it's gonna be cheating, but it's gonna be pretty cool. How luxury are we talking? Like what's gonna like, be? I'm going tile floors and uh, you know windows that will just open whenever. I don't know if I'm going to push a button or use a yeah, rope. Yeah. But. Bro, you got to use a rope, bro. <laughs> if you know. do push button in a deer blind, that's yeah. going to be, gonna be cool, though. you might get some heat for it, we're you doing, know? We're doing a little two-story. Oh, so dang. That'd be nice. That'd be nice, man. Um, what about sports? Do you follow any specific sports, actually? Yeah, I mean, I, football and basketball. Um, I've got into DraftKings like crazy. Really? Yeah, during this year. Betting on stuff. Yeah, you okay, always gotta okay. go for the underdog, man. You I do? Just, yeah, I just I just won some serious money off the the McGregor fight. Yeah, who'd you bet on? Uh, the other guy, Poirier. Yeah, come on, man. So, I mean, dude, I, he's been on this show twice, bro. It, I mean, in my heart, you know, like I felt like McGregor was gonna win, and you know, it's just McGregor. But I was, and my whole house was going for McGregor, so I was the only one. And you know, he he came out pretty nervous. Um, yeah. And so I was laying in the floor, and then when he started getting those couple licks in, my baby was asleep. I just started freaking out. I was yelling and everything. And yeah, bro. My wife was like, shh, 
And I was like, hell no. Nah. <laughs> not tonight, honey. Yeah. Not tonight. She was going against me, too. She was like, why would you put money on him? And I was like, you got to go for the underdog. underdog. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Yeah, I got to, I was lucky enough to get to go talk with Dustin because he's from Louisiana. That's where I'm from. So to go talk with him right before the fight, before he went over to um, Abu Dhabi or Dubai. I think it's the same place, honestly. But um, yeah, dude, I was so ecstatic, bro. I watched that corner pub. And I was swinging off the rafters. I literally hurt my neck. I wasn't even in the fight. And I hurt yeah. my neck. But I had to get injections last week, man. So anyway, uh, dude, I was so amped. Uh, but yeah, I bet on him, man. And did you see the guy before him, Michael Chandler? He's from here. Or he yeah, lives yeah, here. Yeah, yes. Uh, what I didn't know he was from Nashville. I found out after the fight. But I actually ended up putting money on him because I think he was the underdog as <laughs> Let's well. Let's go. Yeah, he was, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, that's the same bets I made, man. That's dope. Do you watch a lot of UFC or no? Uh, I do, and it's like the big card fights. Yeah. Um, but not on a regular. Have you seen that guy, Israel Adesanya? Is that the dude that's like Anderson Silva? Um, He's kind of, you know what, actually? Maybe he is like the new Anderson Silva. He's a little more streamlined. Can you get a picture of him up? He's a little more streamlined. This dude, man, you watch him. It's like watching the Harry Potter of freaking... Harry it's like Potter. the dark Harry Potter, bro. Israel yeah, is, yeah. oh, he's next level, yeah. bro. He's like a video game, bro. He fought Silva. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. He fought Silva. Yeah, he he beat Silva, but it was kind of like I think it was more of a just entertainment, you know. Both of them doing the crazy stuff. Right, right. And yeah, I think he ended up knocking him out. I might have gotten into UFC after that. I've only been watching for let me see, maybe about three years. Okay, I'm a white belt too. Oh, are you? Yeah, sick. I mean, you, you get, they give it to you when you walk in, but yeah, hey, but I, I, I hadn't even walked in yet. Oh, right. You know there you mean? go, dog. Yeah. Oh, so you a parking lot fighter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There we go, bro. Yeah, that's where it changes from the streets to the mat, man. Oh, yeah. Would you ever Would you ever do what you think, bro? It's been, for me to go, it's been fascinating, man. Man, I've been getting into boxing recently. Um, I've, I've got a boy that uh, actually is a fighter right now. He's trying to work his way up. I was thinking about trying to get my manager to manage him and, you know, try and get behind him, but. He's like seven and one. Uh, he lost to the the number one guy. It was Damn. like his second fight, but every other one's been a knockout. He's pretty good. And does he fight at like just regular spots? Like, is it like? Because I used to go watch boxers when I was coming up. A friend of mine, this dude Billy Conforto, and R.I.P. He died. He drove into uh, like the side of a bridge or something. He was on pills, but he um he uh he was like he was the first first of all first gay prize fighter i ever knew bro toughest dude ever bro knocking people out and then flirting with them while he was unconscious you know what i'm saying <laughs> he was a bad dog yeah. and uh but his whole family was prize fighters so we would go watch uh and we would go watch and it would be like in a sometimes it would be like in a bar sometimes it would be like in a conference room at a holiday inn like it was just the most unique spots where the fights were you know it wasn't like in you know arenas and stuff yeah. you know what's your boy fighting in he does uh i guess like like people pay to go watch him and he's on pay-per-view and stuff like that oh wow it's like, it's like the the low bar but they're actually like fighters like they have a ring people come watch them right um, it's not like that backyard fight no 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 that's so crazy that, i love bro. watching that stuff when it comes Dude, up on facebook yeah, watch this too. <laughs> yeah. they always have the craziest names though it's like shogun versus biscuit magic you yeah. know they always got the freaking weirdest they got the names tallies on, on the wall on yeah. The fence. Yeah. yeah and somebody always usually gets knocked out pretty quick i feel like <laughs> That's hilarious. Those fights remind me of Mortal Kombat, of almost the game Mortal yeah, Kombat, fight. the way they have it put it together. Yeah. We used to do something like that in high school. After uh, after we get out of high school, everybody would go to uh, this guy named Frady's house, mm -hmm. and everybody would go over there and box. 
Um, did people get real with it or was it oh, just yeah yeah it was like you don't want to fight him damn but, but it was all kids from your high school so it's like you knew not who not to mess with right you know used to go in the bathroom and just randomly start fighting damn, <laughs> in the bathroom yeah. oh at school yeah oh that's it wild crazy bro. We used to, uh, when I went to this school in Arizona for one semester, I got kicked out of where I was living in Louisiana. And I went to Arizona and it was all the kids there. It was all, my high school was predominantly Mexican, man, like full or mostly Latino. I think it was Mexican, but mostly Latino. But they would go fight in the car wash after school. Like for some reason, the car wash <laughs> was like the place where people would fight, you know? Like in the car wash? Uh, yeah, in the car wash, right inside of it. Yeah. And the people, like the cars would have to stop. They would get all pissed. People would be honking. Yeah. And you would just have two dudes just in there throwing down because I think you could come in from each side of it. So you knew when you won when the guy came out the bat. Oh, gotcha. You know, like if you came out, I yeah, like, yeah, yeah, if you came out your side, then you lost, you yeah. know? So it was kind of like a Mad Max kind of, a little bit. Like, no. But, yeah, I love growing up, uh, like, in a rural area. Did you grow up pretty in, like, a pretty rural area? Uh, I grew up in Fort Oglethorpe, Georgia, so. I'm going to say yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but like, was it just kind of like not a ton of people, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Fordo's probably 9,000 people. But oh, it's yeah. but the thing about where I'm from is it's, it's like you got Fordo and like everyone's a rival. So like I'm, I'm close to Chattanooga, Tennessee. Oh, yeah. But even um, like so all the Georgia schools around that area are rivals. Georgia, Ringgold, Heritage. Um, all the high schools you mean yeah oh so there's a lot of beef out there yeah yeah Dude, that's so fun isn't when it when there's like new like heritage when i was in high school was the new school and so like everybody hated them yeah and so their their option was to beat everybody and everybody else's option was to beat them like that was the main focus dude that kind of stuff was fun that's one thing i do miss bro sometimes it's just that high school like just like the beef and the vibes that there were yeah. in high school, because you had like an you had like an enemy. It wasn't a real enemy, but it was like you had like somebody to like go against, you know? Yeah. Like I mean. we had like Salmon growing up was a high school, and um, Chris Duhon played there. He ended up playing at Duke, and then went to he played for the Bulls for a long time, a couple teams. But I remember like um, he would come to and play our school, and everybody would be so like against him. Mm -hmm. And he would tell everybody to be quiet in the stands and then shoot it and just hit it every time. <laughs> yeah. But I, I missed that high school rivalry. I missed that all of that, dude. Growing up like in a rural area was pretty uh it was fun, dude. People would have parties sometimes. And so you would go one time we went to this party and these guys were like had this house that was off the road a ways, and so you had to walk to get there and you had to walk through this field. But they didn't tell anybody they'd put a, a electric fence in the middle of the field, right? So you're walking, it's nighttime. And this is before cell phones, so people were just, yeah, you just know, walking. hoping for the best. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, bro? You just had the light of the Lord, you know what I'm saying? You just walking. Just get those. We had some friends that would hold on to them. Uh-uh, really? Yeah. Oh, damn, I did it bro. by accident one time. You did? Yeah, it's like once you grab one, it was a it was a cow fence. Once you grab, have you ever held one? I've held on to. Uh, I got electrocuted at a uh, carnival on the zipper ride one time, pretty good, <laughs> like for at least about fifteen seconds, bro. Like I was in, on a carnival ride. Yeah, on the way out, I touched like one thing and a, like two hand, like the the rails, basically what you're supposed yeah. to touch when you're leaving, bro. But apparently, you're not supposed to touch both of them, right? So, yeah. I, and I just locked up. Yeah, bro. you can't you can't let go. Uh -uh. It just holds on. Yeah. And the guy was like, "Get off the ride!" And I literally couldn't say anything bro because i was getting electrocuted <laughs> yeah. you know and he kept yelling at me bro and then he called me a couple names and literally i remember he put his foot in my back and just kicked me off the ride thank god, god he did yeah 
Yeah, my, my situation, I held on for about five seconds, and I couldn't let go. And then next thing I know, it just it threw me back. Damn, really? Yeah, it was wild. That should be a uh, – I feel like that should be a new game. There's a TikTok that you need to go look at. It's pretty hilarious. For this, <laughs> it's this guy from another country or something, bro. And he another country, yeah. He he holds. He's like this one guy that goes and touches the fence, and he's like, "Oh, dude, that's gnarly." And he's like, "This dude just, you know, he gets lit a up, baby." So he he yeah he does. He like cries or whatever. So the other guy, he's like, he's just a baby. He's from so and so. Like, so he goes and touches the fence, and he's like, "Whoo!" And then afterwards, he's like. I'm gonna do it again, and he goes and he touches it again. He's like, "Yeah," and he tells his friend, "He's like, you got to do this." And then he goes back and he just holds onto it, and he's like, "Uh." <laughs> That's crazy. You see it, uh, Sean? I wonder if that would be like a new sport. You know, we had Jess Lockwood in here, and he's a uh, he's like one of the number one bull riders in the world, right? I mean, this kid is, I think he's probably 23, 24, maybe. I mean, he looks like a baby, you know? His body's kind of, he's the perfect height where his, like, his, like, where you bend is right in the middle of his body. So that's yeah. kind of perfect for bull riding because it's like you kind of, you know, you just are like that yeah. the whole time. But I wonder if, if PBR could do, like, a sport where it was just, like, electric fence riding, you know? Like, <laughs> just locking in and staying as long as you could. <laughs> oh, no. I wonder what sport will be next, man, because they're always kind of coming up with something new, you know? I've been waiting for that basketball yeah that's what it is that the movie oh the one uh i didn't see it what is it about it's like i ain't seen it forever but it was like a huge thing back in the day basketball i've heard of the term yeah uh was it did it look like a good sport i mean yeah i mean in the movie it was professional so i mean they got you know so what is you people. start with the ball at home plate and you got to run the first base kind of thing man it's been so long since i watched it but that was i mean It'd be a cool sport. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I think anything, man. I think mixing up anything, you know? Yeah. I don't know what the next one will be. Well, you know, they had um, XFL or Arena Football was trying to be big right before COVID, remember? And it just killed it off. Is that? No. I think it was XFL. What was it, Sean? Was that XFL? I think that was XFL. Yeah, I mean, bottom line, they just ran out. Of, I remember they were suspends operations. Is the league finished? The XFL suspended operations and laid off. Yeah, a grim outlook for the future. Yeah, this is right when COVID picked up. This is April tenth. Yeah, so because they had just started out. Do you remember? You even see any of it? I think I saw any of it. Yeah. They were just trying to get fans again. They spent all that money to build the hype and everything. And then, uh, and then that was it, man. Um, we got a question that came in from a viewer right here, man. Let's get into it. Here we go. From damn Luke Combs, maybe sent this in or his son. <laughs> Yo, what up, Theo? What up, Kane? This is Dallas from Houston, Texas. Question for Kane: How does it feel to be a, a trailblazer in your industry? Right, uh, not a whole lot of brothers in the country music space, you know. But I think you've done well with it. Uh, similar question to you, Theo. I know you kind of talk about it all the time. But what's it like being, you know, a Southern brother, a Southern man, Southern gentleman in uh, Hollywood? You know, similar plight. Uh, you know, there's a lot of stereotypes on both accounts. Let me know what you guys think. Gang, gang, buzz, buzz. Gang, bro. Um. 
Well, I'll answer first. Is that okay? Yeah. Yeah, I don't feel, I don't feel, I just feel like Hollywood kind of forgot. I feel like sometimes this is just my perception also. I don't know if this is anybody else's. I just feel like sometimes Hollywood forgets that there's a lot of talent, uh, that everybody from the South isn't like a racist person or isn't a bad person or isn't narrow minded or isn't dumb or isn't, or can't be creative. I think that they, you know, when I was growing up, they just had shows that there was a little bit more, I feel like, diversity of um, of where people were from, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then I think they started to get, it just started to get a little bit narrow. Um, but I think that that also provides a lot of opportunities for people to start their own platforms. And also for cities like Nashville, who still who have like a real confluence of, I feel like kind of everywhere, there's a good Southern vibe here, but there's a lot of people from all, all over here. So for, I feel like, you know, um, for me, I feel like, I did feel like a lot of, everybody thought I was just a redneck, you know, nobody gave me a chance to kind of get to know me, I feel like, in comedy. Um, but... I think it also kept a chip on my shoulder that made me want to keep trying harder uh, and also made me have to be creative and made me have to kind of prove myself a little bit, maybe, if I'm real honest, you know, and if I'm, you know, and some of that could have been on my own head too, like, I think they hate me, that kind of shit, that Eminem type of shit, you know, where yeah. you're just running around fucking eating spaghetti, you know, and fucking <laughs> angry at everybody, you know, like, some of that could have been also in my head, but sometimes you need something in your head to keep you going you know yeah um but i but i don't I, I don't know if i feel i'm just as a country music listener i don't know if i feel like there's a lot of like uh vitriol towards black or any type of entertainer that's different in country music but there may be you may have a different experience uh no for me man it was like you know that when i first came in that's what i was kind of nervous about and you know i did get a couple of racial slurs here and there um but my fans is what accepted me and they pushed me to where i'm at now um yeah. so in my head i was just like you know as long as they're behind me um and then i got country radio behind me it's like i, I quit thinking about anything and you know i just kind of do me and just have fun with it if you know? i know me yeah yeah <clears throat> i feel you man yeah and also look if a black dude calls you the word it's pretty cool i think that's cool you know what i'm saying bro like i got called like a week ago you know and i honestly i was pretty excited but this liquid death is really keeping my my uh my my mind fresh and my body fresh and washed out good sipper speaking of fresh this year we're all looking forward to a fresh start and that is true and the best fresh start you can have is some self-care you know, you want to care about yourself. You're you're not a voodoo doll, you know. You need to do better for you. And that's why they have fresh scents from Native. 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 Aluminum-free deodorant. Don't put aluminum under your arms. What are you doing, boy? P put it down. You what are you doing? You got a tin can under your arms. What are you doing? Native aluminum-free deodorant is a great addition to your 2021 routine. Native cares about what do you put in your pits. Their ingredients include things like coconut oil and shea butter, things you've heard of. None of their products are tested on animals, and almost everything is vegan. That's right. Native will have you walking around smelling like coconut and vanilla, citrus and herbal musk, or maybe even lavender and rose... 
Dang. You definitely down to meet someone diverse if you smell this good. You can choose from over 10 cents. Native Deodorant has over 16,000 five-star reviews and has been featured in the Today Show for a reason. Make the switch to Native today by going to nativedeo.com slash Theo or use promo code Theo at checkout. Get 20% off your first order. Get 20% off your first order. That's nativedeo.com slash Theo or use promo code Theo at checkout for 20% off your first order. Um... Here's a here's a guy you've inspired right here. Some fella right here sending. We we just got a ton of videos we put out for people to send in questions. Here's one from a fella, Sean Bigger. What is his name? Sean Bigger. Sean Bigger. What's up, Kane? What's up, Theo? I got another one for you. You going almond brothers? Or are you going Grateful Dead? Let me know, gang. Gang, bro. What you going, man? What do you think? I don't know. What he just played right there, I have to go with the Almond Brothers. Yeah, the Almond Brothers sound pretty good. Play them again, man. Let me hear it again. Got a little slide action, What's up, Kane? What's up, Theo? I got another one for you. You going Almond Brothers? Or you going Grateful Dead? Man, I, I do Almond Brothers, man. They really, sometimes they get me, especially if it's in the summer, man. I've been out on a boat or something, and I'm wet, and I'm cold. I'm waiting for somebody to bring me a towel, bro. The only <laughs> thing that makes me feel okay, bro, so I'm, is hearing the Almond Brothers. But I'm a huge John Mayer fan, so the fact that he goes in with the Grateful Dead and knows so much about them, and like, I mean, like, and when he goes on tour with them, he doesn't, he plays like second fiddle. Like, he doesn't even try to be the star, you know? He's just like the background element, and like... Yeah pretty powerful to see him do that so but i think just growing up like that song melissa that one always gets me i love allman brothers man I'm gonna go, I'll, I'll probably go allman brothers thank you i'll do allman brothers as well yeah what um what uh let me think about what i'm gonna ask you next what uh when when you were growing up do you remember your first kiss when you were growing up uh, my first kiss. Yeah. Um, I was in a trailer park. Yeah. And, and I was like seven years old, and she was like thirteen. Damn, really? Yeah. Thirteen, bro. And how did you even meet her? She was the neighbor. Damn. <laughs> my yeah. my nana uh was the owner of the trailer park. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice man. So she uh, dang, that's crazy, bro. So. Uh, well, I remember my first kiss was they had this girl named Chrissy was her name, right? And she we live in like a fourplex, like four apartments. And so I don't know how, bro. Her brother was always flirting with me too, honestly, bro, if I'm real <laughs> honest, bro. But um, but she she had like a little bit of like a – she had like an overbite and I had an underbite. So I'm thinking in my head, we're supposed to be together. You know what I'm saying, bro? We got a lip lock. Like we got to make the world complete, you yeah. know, because we meet each other's missing links. But – um. And I remember, oh, I invited her over. I don't even know how I did this, dude. I invited her over to see my pillow in my room, bro. Like, I, I was just trying to think of anything. So I was like, oh, you got to come see my pillow. And so she came into my room, and then we, like, kissed really fast. And then her mom used to drive this, like, 
kind of toothpaste colored Corvette. It looked like crest blue, right? Like this thing was real sparkly. And the mom would sit in the car with her sunglasses on when she was too drunk and wouldn't even drive it and just play the radio and just like do cigarettes out the window, bro, and just kind of yeah. chill. And the mom made us kiss again in front of her, which freaking blew my mind, bro. I was like, damn, I guess we going on tour. Yeah, mom, <laughs> mom was like a, you know, everybody's first kiss was like a. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, all mom you know was, I mean? too. And it was like, I left. You know, I, didn't <laughs> yeah, say, I don't even think I talked to her again after that. It was like, a, okay, that was cool. And, you know, so. Yeah, a lot of it's fear, man. Some of it's just so much of, like, I think people have been trying to get us to kiss each other all the time. And so it felt like this thing, you know. But what was it like? What was Halloween like in a trailer park? Was it pretty fun at Halloween over there? Dude, that was, it was sick, man. It was honestly probably the best time of my life. Um you know, I got I got caught smoking cigarettes. Yeah. My, my papa made me eat the pack afterwards. No way. Damn, <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, How uh, many did you eat, bro? Be honest, dude. No, he made me literally chew the whole pack. No yeah. way, bro. Damn. And then, uh, Dog, but, that's illegal. I don't think you'll ever be the same after that. <laughs> oh, dude, I went through some stuff as a child. Uh, and then, like, I remember, and it's it sucked at the moment, but now, just looking back, it was, like, it was awesome. I remember having to go and uh, pick my own, like, hickory switch. And I'd pick, pick like, the smallest one, which hurt the worst, honestly. And then I'd go back, and she'd be like, this is too small, so she'd whip me with it make me go back. But the sad part was is every time I went to go get this, uh, it was all – it was in poison ivy every time I went. So I would get a whip in, and then I would come back. I would have poison ivy afterwards. Damn, bro, what? Yeah, yeah. it was was brutal. But looking back, it was awesome. Yeah, that's awesome, bro. Dude, my mom – so my mom got the smallest car, bro. I don't even know how, right? She had four kids, and my mom raised us, you know, and so she had four kids, and so the car was so small, bro. So it was not good because mom could hit everybody from the front seat, right? <laughs> yeah. So it was like a Ford Festiva. It looked like a little, and it was two-door. I don't even know how we all got in there, bro. I felt like the cops sometimes would pull us over because it just looked like something was wrong, right? Because you had yeah. too many people in the car. Like, you were up <laughs> against the window. But my mom could beat everybody f- just with her own arm dexterity from that driver's seat, like drums, bro, like playing yeah. cymbals. Like, she would go off on us, man. And she would, uh, what else would my mom do, dude, that was really, we didn't have anything like that. So your grandpa made you go get a switch? Oh, well, my, my nana. Oh, your grandmother. Uh, yeah, she used to make me do that. Damn, that's gangster, dog. Yeah. And then, was she really, really cool? Is she still alive? Yeah, she's still alive. Oh, nice, man. Yeah. She must be so proud, huh? Yeah. She's, uh, so she's like, I, I don't really see her anymore. She's uh, on my brother's side. So it's, uh, my, my, I have a half brother and it's his dad's mom. Okay. You have a half brother. Well, I, I think dad. it's actually his dad's, like, his, his dad married her. So she got married into the family. I see. Yeah. So she wasn't even by blood? Mm mm. Wow, and she raised you, or she uh, was there. She, with she you? helped raise me. Uh, my actual my nana Kathy is the one that raised me, okay. uh, which is my mom's mom. Okay, so I you mean, you still I have, see her a lot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She was supposed to come up today. Oh nice. But I, man. I, my my family tree is like so confusing because I have so many papas and mamas and nanas and pops Damn. and granddaddies. <laughs> it's like my wife's tried to keep up, and she's like, I'm <laughs> lost. <laughs> And I bet they pop even more out of the woodwork now. I bet they got oh, yeah. you got side uncles, you got everybody Some showing cousins. Up. I'm finding yeah. out about. Yeah, that's wild, man. Um, let's pull another question in here, Sean. Here we got a young fella right here. He's got a question for us. Yo, what up, Theo? Gang, bro. 
What's up, Kane? Uh, my name's Clay. I'm a singer-songwriter here. Oh, in run that back real quick. And, uh, Look at the interaction. He was excited to talk to you. He's like, what's Yo, up, what up, Theo? Oh. Gang, bro. He's probably What's nervous. up, Kane? Um, what's up, Kane? <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, we'll edit it. We'll edit it and put some reverb no, on No, no, keep it in there. It's cool. <laughs> But he called for you, bro. He'd never sent in a video before, this guy. I know he hasn't. What's up, Kane? Uh, my name's Clay. I'm a singer-songwriter here in Nashville. And, um, Kane, I got a question for you. If you could name three other bands or artists to go on a dream tour with, who would they be? And uh, what order would y'all play in each night? Yeah, what y'all got? Gang, gang. German Shepherd. Rough, rough, baby. Damn, and he put you. Yeah, bro. That's tough because he also said what order y'all gonna play in. Bro. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's that's one of the things we always talked about. Is like, you know, me and me and Al Dean want to go in, you know, together and tour again. That a was like deep one of voice my, tour, bro. People get stuck in the mud just <laughs> in y'all's voices, bro. Well, that was that was my favorite tour. I toured with him twice, and really? it's like I wanted to go back out with him, but now it's like he's got you know triple my number ones. Um, but if we play like a twelve thousand seat venue, it's like we can both sell that out. Right. So it's so how do you do it? Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, obviously, I mean I look at it as Aldine would have to be the headliner. Um, It'd be a wild tour. Yeah. And some of it gets is it hard with ego? Does ego come in? It doesn't sound like it when you're talking about that because you guys it sounds like you're willing to kind of figure it out. Agents kind of get into it sometimes. That's you know? the thing. Yeah. See, yeah. I don't. I don't have a big ego. So right. like, I just want to go out and have fun um the agent is a big thing but i don't know i mean like i feel like if i went out with jason we would have to end up doing stadiums yeah and then we would have to get another big artist as well to come out and you know be with us well you almost answered this dude's question bro who's that third you know if you pick boosie badass dog i'm freaking <laughs> in it bro nah i don't know man um would I'm you in- keep it country you, 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 you'd probably keep it country huh yeah, at that point. Yeah, you'd have to. I mean, I, I you know, I got a couple pop songs, and it's cool dipping my toes in the water every now and then. And it's, um, but I feel like if you know, if if I had to pick somebody like my guy Khalid, you know, I would love to bring him in. But it's yeah, like, I saw him in that new video you guys did with Sway Lee. That's dope. Yeah, he's from Mississippi. Uh, him and um, Ray Shrimmer is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them boys, damn, they're so good. Yeah, he's a good guy, man. He's but it's such like, a vibe, man. He's a whole vibe, oh, yeah. bro. Yeah, he, he gets more vibey every time you see him in a video. He has like a, like he has so many tattoos. It's just like he's just darker now. Like he don't even. Oh, like, sway. Yeah, you can't even. It's just everything is just. He just keeps evolving. He's like Little Wayne. Like by the end, like <laughs> Little Wayne looks like a Christmas tree now. When you look at him, like he got so much swag on him. You know. Yeah, no, Sway's awesome too, man. But uh, Khalid, dude, he's just got. He's just so chill and laid back. I remember we were doing that music video, be like that, and he he don't move out of a. A foot box but like whenever he's his moves that he's doing he did this one thing i was so jealous of because uh he says don't cry in the song mm-hmm. and he was just vibing and he just did this oh damn and i was like how did you make that look so cool bro yeah. and, <laughs> and so that's like every time i see him now i'm just like <laughs> yeah some people just have coolness in them bro you know, some people just have swagger. I think that's one thing going back to Conor McGregor. There's just something about it. You oh, know? yeah, he got that walk. He's got you know that. I mean? Yeah, he's got the walk, and he just, it's like a confidence at another level, you know? Yeah. I always felt that way growing up around, even mostly like black guys. Like our neighborhood was black and white, but the black guys always, I don't know, they just had a different level of comfort with what they did. 
like I always felt like my like if if I'm making a move, I'm thinking about it first, you yeah. know. But the black guys always just seemed like just it was like they were just like living in a river, you know. It just seemed <laughs> like, and I'm out here, I'm fucking just kind of hanging on the bank, you know. Yeah. I think I was always envious of like I think it's one of the reasons why a lot of people get envious of black culture is this. You know, a lot of black guys seem so confident, you know. But I saw that video. I saw that video, actually, and uh, I thought it was awesome. Yeah, it's definitely a little bit different. Oh, it's way different. So who's that third, man? You got to finish this off, baby. Who's that third? So at least you said already that Jason Aldean could go last. Very kind of you. Yeah. And uh, and so, yeah, who would be that third on there? Man, honestly, I would love to do – I mean – I would love to tour with anybody, really, but I feel like just with quarantine, my 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 three, uh, me included, would be like me, Jason, and John Party. Oh yeah, yeah, just because me and John's got really close. He's like my neighbor. Is he really? His wife was to cut my hair, actually. Really? Yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah. He yeah, just so. invited. I saw him at Kid Rock's birthday party. And he hey, if me. you need another, if you need a barber, just let me know. Dude, I don't know if I want that fade, bro. Okay. No, don't get it. You don't have to get the fade, but you can fade the, this right here. Yeah, I could do this better. Yeah, fade this. Well, I'm not saying you can do it better, but I'm saying if you faded this and then left the rest of this. Yeah. Maybe I'll do that, man. It's nice. Yeah, I would go for something, man. I've been doing, I've been seeing this little lady over here that cuts it, and she's good, but I, 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 I'd probably venture out. But yeah, John said his wife was there, too, and she's really... I said, you better be there when she cuts it, John. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I don't want to get accused. John's actually waiting for my barber to come back in town. Oh, really? Yeah, he got his hair cut by him in Gatlinburg. Well, then that's strange because his wife cuts hair. So why are you telling me to go to your wife, John, if you see another barber, dog? If you ain't even getting your hair cut in your own house? That's ice really? cold, man. Well, he still, he still gets his hair cut. But they've been they've been asking when CT was coming back. Yeah? yeah. He's a good? He's good? Oh, he's amazing. What's his name? CT. My friend SCT. Let's uh, <laughs> let's hear this guy right here as a question. So that's it, John Party. So that's the three man. That'd be a good tour. That'd be fun. That would be fun, bro. State. Do you think like like you're at a level, man? You go to a ring. I mean, you can do yeah, doing those level of tickets. It does get spookier once you get bigger. It's like you know you got to package it up. It has to make sense to the the agents. Want it to all make sense, or yeah. otherwise you're taking a pay cut. You know. Um, well, see, the agents just care about tickets. Right. So, like, the thing for the artists is, especially when you've been doing it for years, like, at first, I didn't care who I was out with. I was excited, um, which I was out with FGL, so it was a good tour to be on for the first tour. But when you're an artist, you also want, you're also with these people all the time. So you want it to be a good hang. You don't yeah. want to be the people that just go on the bus and they don't talk to you or that's a boring tour. Yeah. So, but for me, it's hard to go out with somebody that I enjoy their company and hanging out with, but also fits my lane of music as well. Right. So. Yeah, that's a good point. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I got invited on a, in a movie last year, um, and I went there, and no, it just the hang was not because it was going to be 12 weeks. So luckily I was able to get out of it, mm. but uh, man, I was like, dude, there's just no hang. It's just like yeah. going back to my hotel. It just, I would have gotten into such like a, like a like a downward space you know yeah and comedian you just well at least you get to bring like your opener and somebody like that you know um but i just do theaters but i think um i don't know if i'd ever want to do diff anything bigger and i don't know if if you know if god would ever even have me doing that you know if i don't know if that's in my future but i like theaters because it's at least still for comedians it's still kind of personal enough mm -hmm. 
because you're just talking, you know? Yeah. Whereas music, I mean, you get everybody rocking. I don't know if it matters if they're in a small space or a big space. Does it feel different to you? Oh, yeah. Um, you know, for a while, I was excited to just, you know, be playing. But once I put my foot in the arena, it was like, well, because you hear like just this different type of roar with echo as well. And then. That's crazy, bro. You Also, you only see people in the pit. So oh, it's kind of yeah. like you're still playing in, you know, just a regular bar. But then after that first couple rows, it's black. Yeah. So it's like you can just have the time of your life on stage. You ain't got to make eye contact with anybody. You can just kind of be yourself. And then when you just when you hear the roar, it just amps you up even more. And it's fun. Damn. That's interesting take because I, 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 I never thought about it like that. Like I'll play like. I think I maybe played 2,500 in Melbourne in Australia. I think that was maybe like the biggest amount that I did last time. But I could only see the front. But I always think like, shit, I'm scared because I, I I don't know where I'm supposed to be looking for these people in the distance, you know. And sometimes yeah. I won't even come out early. So I don't even know how big the room is. So I'll be like yelling like it's a big room. And then the lights will come on at the end. And it's like they just got them kind of packed in. Yeah. I'm like, damn, I, I just read the room wrong. But maybe that's a better take to just – perform for the people in the front you know yeah i mean if they're laughing everybody else will be laughing yeah that's it takes a good one point. person to laugh to make everybody else laugh yeah that's a good point bro and I, yeah i never thought of, i just i always feel like i'm just like kind of yelling into this abyss maybe because i think i'm focusing on the abyss instead of focusing just on the people in the front yeah do you uh have you ever been to a comedy show or no I haven't. I was trying to go to Kevin Hart, but he sold out for the next eight years. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Is, you know. Uh, but have you have you ever heard of uh, Ben to Don? Uh-uh. He's a guy on Instagram. He's a he's a comedian. Y'all should link up. Can you pull him up, man? Ben to Don? Yeah. <laughs> he's so he's a uh, he lives with Odell. He's good friends with him. He's kind of in this L.A. comedy group. He's also uh, like. Starting to put music out. Is he? Yeah. Ben to Don. Oh, I'm off to check him out. He's based out of LA? Yeah. Man, maybe we have maybe we'll have him on a podcast next time I'm out there. What's he like? He's real funny? Dude, he just he he don't care. Really? You know what I mean, yeah. He don't this, care, huh? Yeah, he he does not care at all. And you know him? Yeah. He'll oh, he'll gang. come out on the road with me every now and then. Man, you gotta watch this dude Cat Williams. It was before his time, Cat Williams. He's a little like, before him. Like the Cat Williams? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. He reminds me of him a little bit. Some of those little moves that he does and stuff. He reminds me of Cat Williams a little bit. Because you gotta think these guys didn't have Instagram. They didn't have any of that. So the only way to go see him was just you had to go to the club to see him, you know? Yeah. It used to be like a different vibe, I feel like. Yeah, I um, love his skit about uh, Shaq. I don't even know if I've seen it. <laughs> he said he went to Shaq's kid's birthday party, and he was like, <laughs> he was like seven years old, and he said this. He said this baby came out and was like, or he looked at the baby and was like, "Damn, <laughs> the baby was huge." Yeah, hilarious. He said, "Pick me up." He said, "You pick me up." <laughs> yeah, Catwoman is the best man. I forget Hilarious. about him sometimes. Let's watch it. Uh, uh, type in uh, Shaq's kid's birthday. That must be it then. Friends with Shaq. I'm only talking about my friends now. Fuck that. He's the about only black dude with a mullet too, bro. Praise God. <laughs> my friends, niggas still retarded. Stupid than a motherfucker. This motherfucker got enough money to be whatever the fuck he want to be his whole life. And what the fuck does this nigga want to be? A goddamn sheriff. You can't be no goddamn <laughs> sheriff, Shaq. 
You are 18 foot, 6 foot, 12, nigga. How the fuck? You can't even go undercover. Just do you have any drugs? No, Shaq. <laughs> you know that's your motherfucking ass. You a dumb motherfucker if you let Shaq pull you out the car. You just, could you step out the car? Nigga, could you make a free throw? <laughs> then I'm not getting out there. I'm just not going to do it. If you want that nigga not to shoot you, you gotta dress up like a basket. <laughs> he can't shoot them. He can't shoot baskets. He can't do it. That's my nigga. I can talk about him. I ain't scared of Shaq. Shaq ain't even a gangster in his family. His wife is a gangster. She's my size. She done had five of this nigga's gargantuan dinosaur ass babies. She don't even give a fuck no more. Shaq's baby be three and a half years old when they come out. She be steady in the conversation. Anyway, girl, I was going, oh. <laughs> Fuck Shaq. And they're gonna invite me to his son's fourth birthday party. I get there, me and this goddamn baby is looking each other eye to eye and shit. <laughs> Man, he's so good. Yeah. And his son gonna have a nerve to put his hands up like I'm gonna pick his big ass up. He your goddamn hands down. Anybody picking you up, nigga, we the same size. <laughs> Dude, you should go see him. Have you ever had a comedian open up for you or no? Mm-mm. There's a guy, Jim Brewer, who's coming on later this week. Um, he opened up for Metallica for like two years. That's sick. Which I can't even imagine. It's pretty crazy. It's hard in comedy to go before and do... Uh, you seen this guy, Jim Brewer? Mm-mm. Just hit a picture of him, yeah. It's hard to go... Um, and and do before music i bet especially the age differences yeah because like, i got so many kids and then they go you know all the way up to 60 so oh wait your shows yeah oh yeah. so like i couldn't imagine like you know a comedian yeah you can't even do there. yeah you couldn't even do it for you then because yeah. it would have to be yeah you yeah you need like a specifically zoned a age zone audience yeah damn yeah i didn't even think about that damn you got children at your shows oh yeah Dang, that's crazy, yeah. bro. I usually my my ritual is kind of bring like one or two up on stage. Yeah, yeah. And will some one. of them sing singing stuff. Yeah, yeah. Some of them sing, some of them dance, some of them get shy and they get up there. Oh, uh, that's their mom cr- just throws them up on the stage. Who it's does? Like, like their, their mom does or somebody. Oh, yeah. uh, that's crazy. And so will you just pick them out. Like, how does that work out? Yeah, like if you picking somebody out of the audience, do you tell a guy? Do you rate? Like, how do you do it? Uh, sometimes they're close enough. I'll just pick them up. But sometimes the rail's like five feet back, so nobody can climb on stage. So I usually get my security guard to go grab them and bring them up. Dang. Yeah. That's it's wild. A, it's a cool bro. moment. Yeah. You oh, know? I bet, dude. Yeah. If I'm a kid, man, I don't know. If I'm, I think if I'm so young, I would have no idea what's going on. Yeah. But if I'm like 11, I think I would be. I'd be nervous if I was 11. Yeah, well, they get up there, and most of them's front row, so they don't see anybody behind them. They're just literally looking at the stage. So when they do get up there, they're like, you know, that's when they kind of just, you know, shy up real quick. But Oh, yeah. It's always fun, though, especially when they break out. I had this girl in there. Uh, I think she was like 12 or 13. She started breaking out and just started dancing, started killing it. So she it was, did? Yeah. Oh, that's dope. So and the place cool. goes nuts, I bet, Oh, huh? yeah. You know, there's something about when things happen that are just impromptu, mm-hmm. it creates like this different vibe in people where they, they can feel that it's just like absolutely real, you know? Yeah. Like even outside of music or comedy or anything, like there's the moments of the show that people love, but when something happens, it's like, it's crazy how the the cheers then go to another level. Yeah. 
there's just something people love about things being like live yeah our show is super real man like is it you know all these people a lot of times they'll script or um you know do things like practice rehearsal and all that it's like as long as i know my lyrics and as long as i know what i'm about like supposed to come in and what i'm supposed to do i just do my thing you know what i mean y'all got animals or anything like that on on it y'all do anything or is that wild question i should probably you know i buy a chimp and bring it out Dude, get something. <laughs> get you something, man. Get Bieber. Didn't Bieber have a chimp for a little? Or J- J- JB have a chimp for a little bit? Yeah, I think he did. I don't know if I'm at that level at all. I could see you guys do something together, man. What with Bieber? Yeah. Yeah. P- possible. Uh, we got to call him JB. I think JB. Yeah. Sorry. It's okay. I mean, I don't. I mean, <laughs> I just noticed. I've just been, I've hung out with him a couple times, and I just noticed other people say it. Yeah. So then I like okay, cause I I'll, I'll call him Bieber, and I'm like fuck. I'm thinking I'm like he's a child, you know. Then I get all freaking self conscious. But uh, here's a question right here we got from a young fella right here. This guy somewhere in a sauna. What's going on, Theo? What's going on, Kane? I'm laying in bed with my smoking hot wife. Smoking hot. Hey, hey question for you. <laughs> uh, what are your hobbies like? What's on your bucket list? Have a good one, gang gang. Yeah, because you could do anything now. I mean, you got enough money. Now you could own a Galapagos turtle. You could buy your own Hawaii shit. You could build a Hawaiian damn Clarksville if you wanted to. I mean, you could do whatever you want now. Yeah, man, I'm very, I'm a very, like, homebody type of person. So, like, you know, a lot of people are buying beach houses and all this. I'm I'm putting all my money into my one house that I have. Um, you know, just in, you know, kind of invested in myself like that. So the money will always be there. My house value just goes up. Yeah. Um, and now as I'm getting older and especially this year, I don't know if you've been on the stock game since the GameStop and everything like that. I tried to get in some. It's making me reconsider everything, you know, and try and, you know, invest and put my money elsewhere. And then when I, if I ever become a 800 millionaire, you know, then, then I might just start splurging and doing whatever. Dang, you gonna wait till then, bro? Probably. Get you a bass boat at least, though, huh? You got yeah. a boat? Well, no, I'm the, I'm a I'm a cheapskate. I borrow people's boats. I love that. Or I'll go out with you know somebody else yeah. has a boat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what the best about going out with somebody's boat? When you get back to the dock, you can yeah, just go you home. Just leave. They're over there empty and shit. Like yeah. you know, like throwing away coke, empty coke cans, bro. I'm done. Um, yeah. So what's some things? What's what's that guy asking there? Hobby wise. I know you game, right? You do some gaming? Yeah, game. I'm trying to get out of it. Um, you do crypto? You in crypto right now? Dude, I was. Oh, uh, are you on, are you, are you on the Dogecoin thing? Oh, dude, people's dogeing <laughs> out right now, bro. I'm about to doge off, bro. Yeah. I don't know if doge is really going to pop. I think it's a lot It's a lot of hype. Dude, it did one night. Uh, I, I went in at um, a penny and uh, almost two cents. And that night it jumped to nine cents, Damn. and I skyrocketed. Uh, and did you sell or no? Oh, immediately I sold. Yeah. I was like, it's not going to, it's not going to hit ten. It's not going to go up any higher. So that was good. I don't think I think it's off the off the wall now, though. I don't think it's going to do anything. Yeah, I think sometimes you got to get in. Like now, it's all getting too much. You know, like the AMC, the GameStop. Yeah. It's all just everybody knows about it now. Naked juices, all of this shit, dude. I met a guy. This is crazy. I met a guy on Twitter three two years ago. He convinced me to give him my Ameritrade passwords, right? So that dude now just does my stocks, bro. Like this dude, right? So yeah. I've never met this dude, right? <laughs> and uh, and he's a great guy. 
So if he listens, but um, anyway, he hits me up the other night. It's like 5 a.m. I wake up to pee and I check my phone and I shouldn't, bro, but I do, bro. And it's the worst thing I ever do. So I check my phone and he messages like, hey, hit me up, call me. We've never spoken on the phone, right? Yeah. So I'll give you my Ameritrade passwords, but I ain't taking a fucking verbal call, dog. You know what I'm saying, bro? So anyway, this dude, uh, he's like, so we start messaging. He's like, buy these stocks. So we buy them. We're up 20, two hours later, we're up 21,000, right? So I'm freaking geek, dog. We living high. I'm buying shit in my head. I'm on Instacart. I'm fucking buying steaks. You know what I'm saying, bro? I got the two hour delivery. I'm paying extra. I'm living life. Uh, the problem was right when we started to sell the Ameritrade closed it down, closed the apps down. By the time we sold, I had lost a thousand dollars. So not only did I not make the 21, that that was all gone. I lost a thousand. Then I tried to get back in the other day and I lost another 2000. That's the only thing that sucks. I was trying to sell today and it wouldn't let me. Hopefully it's a, hopefully it's a good thing though. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you, yeah, I guess sometimes there's a way to look at it like that. Like, oh, maybe this is what's best, you know? Yeah. So you, we do a lot for single moms on this show, right? Right. So that's just something we've done over the years and you were raised by your mom, right? Yep. Cool. So we wanted to just surprise a mom today and just call her. We're we're making an initiative this year to donate $20,000 to single moms, just hitting them up and, um, just giving them $500 on the spot. It's not a big thing, but dude, if my, if somebody would have called my mom and gave her 500 bucks, dog, that's huge. To see my mom get like a new dress or just be able to get her hair done, do something for herself. So that's a that's a car payment plus more. Yeah. Depending on what car you got. Yeah, we had a Dodge. Oh, dude, I remember my mom finally got a Dodge Neon, bro. <laughs> and we thought we was living large. Dude, the first three nights we had it, me and my brother slept in it, bro. That's how excited we were, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We stayed out there and slept in that bitch, dude. Mom's like, you sure you want to stay in it? We're like, yeah, mom. This thing is nice, bro. Pull up a picture of that Dodge Neon, dude. Gray, bro. Gray. What kind of what what whip did y'all have growing up? <laughs> we had a uh, gold spirit. Damn, bro! <laughs> and it was uh, it, is that from the church? I never even heard of that car. No, man. man, it was. I don't think they made that. It was anymore. mom's car with those circle freaking uh, with those circle front lights. That we bitch like, was look snazzy. At these lights, man. That bitch was snazzy. Let's see that gold spirit, dog. Pictures of the church coming up. Damn, y'all had that? <laughs> no, nah, not bro. that one. That was older. You got it's probably like a '94 or something. Was it like a Cutlass kind of car? There it is. There we go, boy. Let's go. Yeah. And so the back window is like a little rectangle. Uh-huh. And I remember it got smashed one time, and we so we kept it together with duct tape. Yeah. And I was I was young and I just I just kept looking at this smashed window and my mom went in the grocery store one day and I just like I had this book in my hand and I remember I just like slowly kept hitting it harder and harder and then eventually it just all crumbled into pieces and went in the back seat. And my mom was so mad. She was like, "Who broke my window?" And I was like, "Maybe somebody was trying to break in." I was like, "I, was, I wasn't here, you know what I mean?" So I don't know. I remember we had it. Uh, the top of it was falling down. Oh yeah, the fall, so we, we had tacks. Yeah, we tacked it, it, we tacked up, it back up. Yeah, my dad's car was like that, but he wouldn't do the tacks. Man, my dad was real old. My dad was seventy when I was born, right? So he was an old man. So by the time I got to know him, like when I'm seven or eight years old, he's seventy-seven, seventy-eight. 
So he would drive, but his shit was falling in, bro. But he never thought to get the tax. So he yeah. was literally just, just, pushing, just it pushing it up out of his Rolling eyes. Rolling the bro. windows down so the air picks yeah, it so up. Yeah, so the air picks <laughs> it, man, yeah. dude. And he couldn't even turn his neck. He had bad arthritis. So he would ask me, bro, I'm fucking seven, dog. I'm on sitting there on the seat. Sometimes on my knees. Sometimes standing on the seat. Yeah. You know, just being a kid. He would be like, can I go, you know? And I'm just fucking like, yeah, you know? Like, <laughs> I'm not even looking anymore. Yeah. Just sending him out, man. Damn. Yeah, the end of that car, man, we were at the KOA. The campground? A, yeah. And uh, we were in the pool, and yeah. my pop drove it. And um, this lady comes out, and she's like, hey, your car's smoking. Oh. And it was like such a piece of junk. He was like, it does it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it does it all the time. And then five minutes later, it's completely in flames, yes. bro. We had to get call the fire, the fire trucks and everything. Damn, and that that's was, crazy, bro. That was the end of it. That's how, hey man, it went up in flames, bro. It's, yeah. pretty, it's pretty epic, really. It's yeah. a good way to go. Yeah. It's almost like in those old Roman shows when people just die, like they like uh like they'll fire an arrow, they push them out into the lake and they fire the arrow and just like send it up in flames, you know? It's better than being buried, you know. I'd rather be cremated yeah. probably, I think, if I'm a car. Um Okay, so let's surprise let's get, we're gonna who are we gonna call right now? This is Brittany, she's a single mom, nominated by her sister Jennifer. She's got a ten year old daughter named Madison. Okay. Oh, I got a niece named Madison. Yeah, and before we do that, actually, I want to. I know you you have a new band. So you're you managing a group now, or what's going on? Yeah, man. So <clears throat> it's kind of a cool story for us, especially if they break. Um, which I'm gonna do everything I can to, or I'm not gonna sign anybody else. But um, so this is it, people. You heard it. This is it. Yeah. So uh, we. I was when I was on X Factor. Um, I went solo, and they tried to put me in a boy a boy group, and I said no, and then ended up going to do my thing now. Um, so and is that boy group still a group? So I signed them. No way. Yeah. So this was the boy group you're supposed to be in. Yeah. So no. they ended up coming in fourth on the show, uh, and ended up signing them. Um, and now they're here. But what's even crazier is they knew my wife before I knew my wife uh, because after the show, they ended up getting signed by her manager because she used to be an artist as well. Okay. Um, so they ended up getting signed by uh, her manager. And then they all met, and then I met my wife, and then I told her I signed Restless Road, and she's like, what? You know Restless Road? So it was just like a full circle moment. Man. You know it, and I know it. And it is winter time. Man, it's winter. God. Oh, God. It's winter. We're in the thick of winter. If you look on the calendar, boy, the, you can't even... These pages is thick. That's winter time, man. If you, This is the coldest part of a calendar. If you touch, touch a calendar, you get your face, I bet. I bet you chilled up. And I want to tell you about Manscaped is here to provide the best tools to take care of your body. You want to head into the spring with that sleek body, you know, just like a comfortable stool flying out of a uh, dolphin's ass, baby. You want to be sleek. Look, we've all groomed ourselves and you can continue to do so with the Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer, best hygiene tool for the modern man. Manscaped performance package, best of 2021. Look, the bottom line is that Manscaped wants to take care of your body because you can't. Get 20% off in free shipping by going to manscaped.com slash Theo. That's right, 20% off with free shipping by going to manscaped.com slash Theo. That's Manscaped. Thank you for making our bodies do good with hair. Oh. Hello, Brittany? Hello? Hey, hey, is this Brittany? 
Hey, my name is Theo. Um, I'm just calling. Uh, 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 your sister nominated you. Um, I just wanted to call and chat with you about, about something. Can I call you on FaceTime for a second? Sure. It's nothing perverse or nothing like that. Okay. Yeah, everybody. It's fully clothed. Yeah, so I'm going to call you back on FaceTime and just put your phone sideways, too. Okay. Okay, cool. Let's make it a thousand bucks, huh? Hey, can you hear me or not? Yes. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, so we just I, I I I I work as a podcaster, so we just do a show. And um, I was raised by a single mom, and I'm sitting here today with Kane Brown. He's a musician, and um, he he was raised by a, a single mom and his grandmother, and um, or his nana. Sorry. And uh, is that right? Yeah, mom and Nana. Mom and Nana. So anyway, we know that you're a single mom, and we just try to do something all the time to do something sweet. So we just wanted to send you a thousand dollars to do something fun for your daughter, Madison. So it's not, we're not trying to be weird or anything. We just thought it would be just something nice Are to you do. Kidding? Nope. I'm not kidding. Is Kane kidding? I'm not kidding. I'll tell you what. I'll go ahead and add another thousand dollars. How about that? Dang, Kane is rich. Kane is rich, honestly. So now you got two thousand. Two thousand. So, what does your daughter like to do? I'm speechless. <laughs> well, that was sweet of Kane. I didn't know he's going to do that. Thank you, bro. Yeah, man. That's oh. nice of you. Um, um, my daughter is. She's ten. She. She's got a good little mixture of. Tomboy and girly features. That's just like Kane. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, well, what's something fun you guys would go do? What's something fun that she likes to do? Um, I I own a Jeep, so we drive around in our Jeep quite a bit. There you go. Go off roading every once in a while, but just driving around in the Jeep is something that we do together. She loves shopping. <laughs> she loves. Um, she loves everything. She's just such a great kid. Oh, that's we, sweet. We've recently wanted to go on vacation, but unable to. Uh, COVID really. Well, you could go to Florida with two thousand yeah. dollars. You could go to Florida. It's yeah. open. You know. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, we didn't mean to put you on blast either. We just, we were just talking about it. Like, I remember my mom growing up, like, if somebody would just come out the blue and just done something just to offer her just a little, you know, just something nice where she yeah. could go do something fun. And, man, it would have been, man, it would have just made me feel good as a kid to see that somebody cared about my mom. And it would have just been a little bit easier on my mom. Mm-hmm. So, um. Well, look, you could put a lot of gas in that Jeep with two Gs, so there you go. Well, look, we don't want to mess you up on your lunch break or anything, but, um, yeah, we just wanted to say thanks for being a hardworking single mom. And your sister nominated you, is that right? Yeah, I think your sister nominated you because she listens to to this podcast. And, um, yeah, we've just been trying to be a part of Single Moms Lives for a while, and so we're just nice to meet you, and I look forward to meeting you in person when I come in, in town to do a show. 
Okay, you bet. Be good. Bye. 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 Oh, that's a sweet lady, huh? Oh, yeah. Um, Thank you, bro. That's nice of you. Yeah, man. Damn, I didn't know he was going to come over here and have to spend a G, bro. But there you go. That's cool. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Good calls. So, so, well, also, we'll have to get our tickets to Restless Road then, bro. Definitely. Well, they'll be on tour with me. Oh, they will? Yeah, so we'll just have to send her her some tickets. Dang, bro. So, so was it crazy? Did they reach out to you when you decided to sign them, or how did that kind of go down? No, so uh, Zach and Garrett were kind of doing their own thing, and Colton... um, kind of split off so colton covered one of my songs and we were talking about getting a label and i was like i think i'm gonna go with colton because i had a you know a pass with him and whatever and he was the one i was closest with in the band at the time um so he decided he wanted to get back in with restless road so we had a meeting they brought everybody in they started showing me their music um and they're just they're just so different man they have like these crazy harmonies they can all sing none of them sound alike and it's just something different to bring to country music. Hmm. I like that, man. Well, that goes back even to our first question, man. It's just about being different and doing different things in the space, man. You mm-hmm. know, And it's interesting when you come from a place that's even just a little bit different, whether it's your, part of your history or uh, you know, where your parents are from or where you're from. You know, like Being a little different always kind of sticks with you, I think. Yeah. You know? And so it's interesting to see that it's kind of transposing itself into um, into you recognizing difference, you know, in what could be unique for for the genre, you know. Yeah. Um, let's check. Let's check in with these cats, bro. They're super funny, man. Are they? Yeah, super witty. So it's Colton Garrett, Colton Garrett, and Zach. So Zach's on the far left. He's got a deep voice. Garrett's uh, medium, and then Colton's. Like super West Virginia boy. Okay, medium Garrett, huh? You got medium <laughs> Garrett. Dang, this is bro. <laughs> hey, he's what medium, did he's I just walk, rare. What, what did I just walk into? Thing to walk into? What did I walk into? <laughs> all right, all right. Look, we were just saying, we, he was just describing y'all's body types. You know what I'm saying? I think oh. it took a wild turn all of a sudden. Wait, so, so he then, said I'm medium rare, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Garrett's medium, and then what was I? Just the West Virginia boy. So yeah, what yeah. Does I that, was I was trying to like explain y'all's voices, like because yours, like I said, Zach was low, like he's got a low voice, and then y'all, y'all both are like completely different as well. But I didn't know how to say it. Oh, okay. That's I, I was like, talking- I was like, you know, you got the you're like super West Virginia accent when you sing. Yeah, and yeah. then but okay, Garrett was at you know kingsley's birthday party and was singing that rock song but he can also sing you know country so i, I was just like he's medium i was just putting you in the middle medium hey, garrett man. but i'm gonna ask this <laughs> and so say you guys are trapped in a it's like a windstorm right y'all trapped bro something happened right the trailer yeah. fell over but the, the bus driver was drunk dude he's been doing percocets he's been doing pills he's got <laughs> issues with his second wife so you guys are in a windstorm one of y'all has to yell for help bro upwind Who's it gonna be, bro? Who do you send oh, in? Like Garrett, right? Easy, oh, yeah, it's, it's, gotta, Garrett. it's gotta be me. It's gotta be me. Yeah. It's Garrett. There you go, boy. There yeah. you go. That triple A bad He's boy with that triple A throat, bro. That roadside assistance <laughs> that's, right there. Yeah, that triple A throat. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys, have that's you guys so gotten weird. a tour? Um, have you guys gotten a tour with Kane yet? Have you guys gone out together yet? They got. They got to put their toes in the water. Yeah, we we actually went it's out. Like I think it was. 
three weekends. We did we did mm-hmm. a total of five shows, so it was like, oh. you know, it was really really fun and cool, and, and we got like just 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 in there, and then COVID hit. So mm-hmm. it was it was great while it lasted, though. We will say that. Yeah. So you guys are praying this vaccine or whatever happens happens fast, huh? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, it's one of those things, like, I think, honestly, it, it kind of made us, like, feel, like, even even more wanting to get back out there. Like, this time that we've had to kind of settle back in and, like, get creative, I think it's made us, like, more hungry to, like, get back on the road. I think it could be looked at as maybe a good thing. And so you guys met on the TV show. I, I didn't even know that you guys that you were on this TV show. So you met on the game show, uh, the the contest, yeah. the music contest, yeah. right? X Factor. <laughs> the Price yeah. is Right. <laughs> yeah. So, and sorry, bro. I didn't. I, I did no. not do my homework. Some of it, I just you know. Um. But did were you guys bummed out when he didn't want to do the uh, band? Uh. Well, we actually didn't know that. You know. We got put in the group and and Kane wasn't in it and we actually didn't know that he was meant to be in it until later oh. on and we all actually reconnected and he kind of told us like, yo, I was actually gonna be a part of it and decided not to do it and I was like, well, he, he I mean, at the time at the time yeah he was like at the top of the charts and we were like, well, damn man, you you chose probably the right thing to do. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> and now it worked out great. That's amazing how things work out sometimes. Um, yeah, it's right it's up. crazy, man. And I was just thinking about this. You know, we were just like you know. All in Kane's truck the other day. Listening to this uh, this new song we uh, we just put out, and uh, it was just really cool. I was just like, I can't believe eight years later, like here we all are, all together working on this music together, and, and we all get to be a part of it. It's really really cool, and, and we keep saying, you know, our catchphrase is how full circle this all is, and it, it really is, and it's really cool uh, to get to work with Kane. Amen, bro. You know, it's interesting how if you yeah, it's so hard to realize at the moment that that the that there's a bigger picture going on that you can't see. Yeah. It's so hard to realize that like so many things feel like defeats in our lives or it feels like, man, it's supposed to happen right now. Yeah. And then it doesn't happen for eight years, for 10 years, for 12 years. And that's when it's really supposed to happen. It's just so hard to recognize that, man. You just got to follow your gut. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you just gotta follow. Yeah, but some of your gut is like greedy, bro. My gut gets greedy, bro. You know, my gut wants that. You know, you want it now. Yeah. And you want to be angry that it's not happening, but you know, to see you guys, you know, really take this restless road. Honestly, I mean, you know, not to freaking, you know, sound like as cliche as anybody ever could, but. Um, so what is it like? What is you guys' sound different? Is it like kind of like the Beatles, but stuck in the woods? Like, what is it? Like, tell me what's going on. <laughs> I love that. We're definitely uh, using that. <laughs> you know what, man? I think one thing that's cool about our group is, you know, we're really focused on harmonies, but also we each, like Kane was saying, have these different voices, and uh, we try to feature everyone's voice in, in each song. And uh, I don't, I don't really think there's a lot of bands that that do that yep. and showcase different vocalists. And we each have a different style, and we each have a different story and a background. So it's really cool when all those things come together uh, in the songs that we write. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's a lot of like uh, truettes or something. What's a three three duet? Is it a true? Like a trio. A trio. Yeah, yeah my yeah. bad. I'm trying to think <laughs> of how a tree. If they have a lot of, I guess they've had like Rascal Flats, Dixie Chicks. I'm trying yeah, to think. Yeah, but of, even with like the, the thing Rascal with them Flats, is they don't, is, yeah, they don't they don't all sing. Yeah, know? so like it's, just, it's usually the one, and, and it's something that for years, you know, ever since this band started, that people have always told us, oh, you can't have more than one lead singer, and uh, I mean. We, we've got told that for years and you know for a while we believed it and it really wasn't until we started working with Kane and we felt like we got this whole clean slate this do-over and we were like we're gonna finally do this the way we want to do it sing the songs record them the way that we want to and that's cool. exactly what we've been Dude, doing that's hype bro that's yeah, crazy and awesome. now all y'all get to be lead singers that's freaking wild 
Yeah, we're all the Justin. See, it, we're all the yeah, Justin. Yeah, that, three Justins, the goal, bro. This ain't gonna end well, but yeah. I love Nobody where it's starting, bro. <laughs> Um, Nobody wants to leave because you're all doing your own solo projects while you're doing the du- the trio <laughs> thing, dude. That's wild, bro. That's dope, dude. It's gonna yeah. be fun. Yeah. So does Kane help you? Do you help him put the music together? Do you or like are you having a hand in that kind of thing, or are you just? No, uh, man, they're super creative. Um, so it's it's cool that I mean I literally just kind of sit back and then whenever something's about to get released, we kind of you know just all strategize on how. To release it together um i mean my biggest thing is just kind of using my platform and my fans and social media to to help them get bigger um i followed you yesterday guys oh man appreciate Heck, yeah that. thanks well, dude thanks, bro yep yeah this i will say kane kane has been pretty modest on that i think when we went and did our first ep you actually were really hands-on like in the studio with us and you actually had some really great ideas to you know with like musical arrangement stuff and and harmony parts. Man, so. Kane's Kane's more than just music advice. I mean, he's our personal trainer. He's our yeah. you, know, re, you know relationship <laughs> hey, advice. Hey, I showed guy. up to I mean, one time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the, you, that's more than you can but say about a watching, lot of people. Watching, but it's watching you that's continuing <laughs> to motivate us. Yeah, watching. Yeah, watching Kane work out is y'all's new thing. I like that. Yeah, that's classic. Hey, man. don't bite your lip when he says that, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, well, I think we're going to, on the way out today, we're going to listen to some, uh, one of y'all, is it a new song? So tell me, what do you guys, like, I actually used to work as a tour manager, man. I used to work, I was a tour manager for Josh Kelly. So Charles Kelly, mm-hmm. his uh-huh. brother did music before him. Georgia Clay. Yeah. I remember Georgia Clay. Only was, one of my friends with a fake ID. ID, yeah. yeah. Um, That's awesome. So I got hired as his tour manager. So we went to all the radio stations around the country. And we're just trying to, you know, like he was playing for him in the yeah. morning and stuff like that. I mean, we went to, I mean, I, I don't even know. We went everywhere, man. And um, and Josh and I are still friends. I know Charles, I think, lives in Nashville. I don't know. But um, but anyway, so yeah, I remember he had a single they were trying to push on the radio and stuff like that. What are you guys, like, how do you guys, how are you introducing this band to the world kind of? Dude, it's a lot harder now, especially during this pandemic, because they can't get out to these you know the radio stations so we're you know trying to look towards the fans because like i feel like labels and they do too is everybody's going they're telling them like you got to blow up on tiktok for us to put this song out which is bullshit yeah um so we're just trying to get through to the fans and everybody and just let them hear the music i mean they sound the exact same as they do live as they do on uh the song so it's just I know they have; they're super talented, and I'm excited for them. And uh, when we get back on the road, they're gonna, I feel like they're going to take off. That's awesome, bro! Dang, dog, y'all get to go on a freaking big tour, dog. It's going to be dude. Crazy, I cannot man. wait. Y'all yeah. are lucky, bro. Dang, bro, y'all lucky, bro. <laughs> really, <laughs> we though, definitely I mean, feel that way for sure. Yeah, dude, yeah, that's we, we always we can't believe it. Honestly, it's been it's been a really. really I mean, we we play. we uh did that first show with Kane last year, and like I'm not gonna lie, we all got off stage and, and got in the green room and <laughs> cried like babies. Like, yeah, I, I was just overwhelming because it's just something that you think about and visualize for so long, and then just to walk out there and and I mean, an arena period is amazing, but an arena filled with fans like Kane's is just I think a whole different yeah. thing, and and we got to be a part of that, and it was just we we can't wait to to do it again. Hey man, that man. that's dope, man. Yeah. It's cool to see dreams kind of come true, you know, and just see them in this moment. Like right now, they're all kind of like, you know, comfortable and they're all chill. And fast forward two years, you guys will, one of y'all will have face tats. One of you guys will have lost an arm. 
One of you guys will be, look like Little Wayne. Like it's gonna get way interesting, bro. It's gonna get weird for sure. Yeah. I can only like imagine. one of us is just gonna go like Dennis Rodman, just go missing. Yeah. And you can't find him, and yeah. then he's like, "Oh, there he is. He showed up." Showed I up think it's West show. Virginia that's gonna go Dennis Rodman. Man, he's going full Rodman. <laughs> yeah, honestly, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I've always said I don't know if I'd ever touch my face with a tattoo, but I'd definitely go up my neck. I there would, we go. I'd definitely get up there, would, but. Yeah, get that Waylon Jennings tattoo on your neck, dude. <laughs> um, awesome. So on the way out today, we're going to check out their their song. Let's do this, man. I was thinking about this. Let's think of different things before you guys go. Um, and Restless Road is the band. Yep. Uh, let's think of things that... So Kane, I was thinking like people... Nicknames probably people have for Kane. Like I was thinking like Candy Kane. I'm sure your wife calls you around Christmas and stuff like that. <laughs> so let's just go and we'll go in order and see who can think of a nickname for Kane. But it has to have Kane in it. That's the thing. It has to have Kane in it. Kane? Yeah. And if this doesn't work, we can take it out, bro, because we have editing. Um... Can um, I go first? So yeah, hold on. Kane wants to go first. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I got, I got one because you know, Kane, Kane's, you know, signed us and he got that that Kane Brown money and he helps, you know, pay for things for us. So, I oh yeah, he just gave a thousand dollars to some woman we met on television. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's got he, that money. He, he's our, he's our sugar cane. Sugar you know? cane. Oh, there sugar we cane. go, boy. There That's go. good, bro. That's good. Um, maybe there could be a song called Purple Cane by Prince. Purple, Purple Cane. cane. <laughs> Purple cane, purple cane. I, I like that, bro. That's a good one. Right, you're, you're next. Well, we've always, um, I don't know why we always have said this, but when we're going over to Kane's, it's always, we always reverse his name and say Bane Crown. <laughs> yeah, he's Bane Crown. Bane it kind of sounds like he's like some villain in yeah. some like, like, his alter ego. like yeah. superhero movie. He's Bane Crown, baby. Yeah, it does. Bane Crown sounds like a like a villain in like a Zaxby's like advertisement. A yeah, I love that. <laughs> oh, there's the evil chicken guy, Bane Crown. Bane, Bane Crown. Okay, Kane's got one. What you got, Kane? Uh, well, I was in elementary school and I had to go to the bathroom, and uh, I came, I come, I, I left, and I come back, and all, all the kids were laughing. I was like, "What are y'all laughing at?" And, they were like, well, when you were leaving, she was like, she yelled hurricane, but it came out like hurricane. Yeah, I know. Kind of thing, so, you know. Okay, the storm. Ooh. The hurricane. It's not that funny, but it was funny at the time. Very funny at the time for second grade, what was it? Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. It's like second grade humor, you know what I mean? Oh, hugely good at second grade. I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to really take a detour here. I'm going to go with more of an appetizer. Cane on the cob. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Can we do that? Yeah, or Kane on the cob. I don't know if I like that one though. Okay, maybe that's uh, yeah, Kane on hey, the man. cob. That just sounds bad. Yeah, well, Kane on the cob might be bad. <laughs> All right, I got one for you. In Kane in the membrane, dude. You got it. Oh, that's was that. That was, that was that too smart. Was that too soon, dude. <laughs> what about no Nova Kane, Kane no bro? If you're leaving the dentist, what about Nova, Nova Kane? No Kane, no game. No cane, no game, man. <laughs> cocaine. I used to be addicted to cocaine, but I'm sure that's that's an easy one. <laughs> um, baked cane, fried cane, uh, cane on the Kitty cob. Um, what is Kitty another cane. good one? Cane train. Cane train. Cane train's pretty good. It's not two that good. Two canes. What is it? Your rap name is Two Canes. Two Ks. That's good. <laughs> two Ks. Two, two Ks. <laughs> two Ks is good, man. Oh man, I'm trying to think of it. Oh, uh, um, 
I'm still stuck on this candy cane. I've never heard that in the beginning, True but now cane. it's like I want to. I almost want to. Uh, he would never let me call him that, but no, man, that's for his wife to call him that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe on Christmas Eve you could whisper it to him, but that's it, yeah, bro. No. Candy whisper something like that, cane. Um, can you see? Can what? you see what that woman been doing to me? Is that a song? Okay, nobody liked it. There's the Cain from the Bible, but I think he either killed somebody or got killed. Which one was it? Uh, he Cain and Abel. Brother. He killed his brother, yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, you know. Cain, some, Caniac. The Caniacs. Yeah, I could see Caniac. that as like a group, like a the Caniac. The Caniac. Um, Caniac. Caniac is good. <laughs> For a drink, yeah, that's like a senior citizen drink. I'll be driving home think of a million. Of yeah, I will. I'll have oh, a million yeah. later. I still can't get purple cane. <laughs> purple cane. That's a good one, bro. Dude, that was that was probably the only good one I had. To be honest with you, um, I feel like you're cheating right now. I feel like I'm you're trying totally... to. <laughs> I got nothing though. You know how country songs are always talking about rain on an old, old tin roof. You could. Have a cane. meme that's like Kane on an old tin roof. Nothing like Kane. Well, we're gonna cut that one out. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was horrible. That was our uh, ra- that was raising Kane. Raising Kane. Raising Kane is good, and I can't believe they haven't done a collab. You guys will at some point. Well, you know. Maybe raising Kane's chicken. Yeah. I don't know. They took my name though. Stay in your Kane. <laughs> Stay in your. Own took cane. a little trip down memory Kane. Um, down memory Kane. <laughs> Sugar Kane. Did we do that one? Yeah. Sugar Kane. Okay, I think we, you know, we we did our best here. <laughs> Look, I'm just gonna let people know the live show of them is gonna be way better than the guessing yeah. us guessing Kane's na- and nicknames. Um, I think that's probably good, man. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe on the way out we can. Uh, so tell us about this song that we're gonna hear on the way out. Yeah, so uh, we got this song out called "Took One Look at Her Mama," and it is. Um, it's awesome. Garrett can tell you a little bit about kind of how it came about. Yeah. Um, it was a couple years ago, and uh, to preface this, my dad is, like, my best friend, and he always has, like, the best dad wisdom, you know, as dads do. But we were all sitting at our apartment after CMA Fest about four years ago, and uh, I was dating this girl, and uh, we were all sitting around, and I asked my dad, and I said, Dad, I really like this girl, but, like, how do I know if she's the one? Like, how how can you be sure? And my dad just looked over at me, had like a Michelob Ultra in his hand, and he said, son, if you want to have some sort of uh, look into the future and know what a life might be with this, be like with this girl, he said, all you got to do is take one look at her mama. And I was like, wow, that was crazy cool. Like, <laughs> he just said that. And so we, you know, fast forward a few years later, we were trying to come up with a song title, and Zach had mentioned to me, he was like, what about what your dad said? Like, took one look at her mama, like, you know. That would be a great song title. So we all sat down over the quarantine and uh, we we whipped it up and uh, yeah, now it's our next single. So it's Dang. just crazy how that happens. That's dope, man. Yeah, man. That's I'm dope. For it. Well, congratulations, guys, and uh, and congratulations to you, Kane, on, on on being able to circle back up with these guys and all you guys really coming full circle, man. That's beautiful. It's cool when things like that happen in in life, you know. Yeah, man. Thank you. Um, and I guess we, we'll just we can go out on that, man. Is that cool with you? Yeah. We'll go out on that on, on Restless Road. The song is called Took One Look at Her Mama. Took One Look at Her Mama. Yep. 
we can be done. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, someone might be weird for all sitting there listening. Would it be? I'm like, how, I was just sitting here vibing. How long did you hold up off? Yeah, there you go. There you, never mind. We gotta keep that. Look how excited they are about that stuff, huh? Oh, that's awesome. Bro, there's no better time in like a career that's rising. I feel like this. Yeah. And it's why everything is still like just as awesome. You can never replace that time either. Yeah. Something to look back on, dude. Yeah. Restless Road, man. Thank you guys so much, man. Thanks, Thanks for having us. Best man. of luck, man. I'll come it. out and watch. Absolutely. We'd See love that. Soon. Gang, man. You guys take care. See y'all, boys. All right, you See too, man. See y'all.